hi everyone. Uh, just an announcement that I just want to make before before we get started introducing ourselves and everything. Um, so my cousin Levi Davis has been missing. Um, I think he was last seen uh, the 29th of October um, in a in the old Irish pub in Barcelona. Um, so Levi is a professional rugby player. He he also appeared on Celebrity X Factor and also on Celebs Go Dating. Um, so like as a 23 as a 24 year old guy obviously this is a bit it seems a bit strange and obviously he's missing abroad and everything so yeah i just wanted to just put this announcement out there if anyone has heard anything seen anything um i know that we have a few listeners in europe as well and just like if we can just spread the news um and if anyone yeah if you have heard or seen anything please email um Sorry, let me just get the email up. Um, yeah, if you could email um, findlevidavis at gmail.com. So that's F-I-N-D, Levi, L-E-V-I, Davis, D-A-V-I-S, at gmail.com. Um, just so, um, just any information that anybody knows. Um, and also, like, if you could just, like, s- circulate that information also. Um, a GoFundMe has been set up. Um, but basically, the GoFundMe is basically for, like hopefully once Levi is found and once he's been seen and everything that like that money would be just going towards just like helping him kind of um get back on his feet just because he has he has just been going through some like mental um a lot of mental health at the moment he's been suffering with um so it's more just to help him just kind of get back on his feet and just help him out with his um everything with him suffering from his mental health and everything um but yeah like and just any information, please, if you could just email findlevidavis at gmail.com, that would be amazing. And obviously, we're just praying that he is, like, found safely and that he's just, just hoping that he is okay and that hopefully he is just kind of travelling around and lost his phone or something. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Hello, hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi everyone. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, how's everyone doing this week? Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. I just returned from Miami the other day. Oh, um, ow. Whoop, yesterday. Whoop. I was there for work. Kill. Um and it was obviously really fun. There's so much mm-hmm. to do there, but I was there for ten days, and I think I did like everything. It, I was in oh, that's really Miami good. Beach, and, considering um, you were working. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like I was fitting yeah. things in around my work hours, but I'm just exhausted. Like <laughs> there's jet lag, mm-hmm. and then it's the fact that I was working for like almost ten days on the trot, like doing events yeah. and stuff. Like I'm just so exhausted. Oh, wow. And now I went back to work today, so I, I arrived yesterday evening i went back to work today um mm. just because i have a few... question sorry yeah so so because you were working like pretty much 10 days mm. do you get your weekends back yeah so i've got four extra days 
of annual leave okay. essentially now so it's like toil that I can use like okay because that, that's just what I was wondering I was like hold on yeah because even you just you saying that you were working today as well and it's just like hold on but like I, I wasn't just supposed to be back. working today but it was just stuff like that I need to finish which is annoying yeah but, um yeah so I've got these like four days annual leave added to my annual leave I've got so much annual leave because I've got stuff from South Africa as well when I went there yeah and I just I'm not having the time to take when it and I really need to I need to work it out and balance Wait, it because do you need to take it before Christmas then no I need to take it before April but I've got about like 25 mm-hmm. days now that I need to take before April <laughs> to take before April yeah okay but, but you'll get you can take you can take two weeks off for Christmas though but I don't know if I can. I need to speak to my colleagues about <laughs> there's it. More, there's some, more stuff. Because, like, yeah, I don't know if I can because we've got stuff coming up in January. We've also got su- something happening in December. And I don't know if there needs to be someone in the office all the time. I don't know. Because I thought, oh, really? I don't really need to take it off. But I, I don't know. Like, because I'm in a new workplace. I need to work everything out. Um, yeah, because it's like, because it, you've got all those days, like, you might as well just have, like, most of like most of Christmas off and stuff yeah, like that you know yeah. I'm gonna just work and then just a bit point. a bit after New Year's as well mm. and just because I otherwise you're just not gonna use the days there's always gonna be something as well there's yeah. always gonna be something regardless yeah it's true yeah. it's true um but I've got I'm going to Egypt next week as a holiday so this will just Woo-hoo. be like relax do nothing chilling yeah all inclusive and I'm so excited oh that's great but um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to that because I just feel so tired. Like I've got tomorrow off because I just mm-hmm. I need to have at least one day off to recover. But yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, I just feel like I feel like I work too much sometimes <laughs> when it comes to like busy periods. I'm like like overworked, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm all right. I was just thinking like, who was you the other day? Like kind of talking about how you're trying to fit everything fit loads of things in as you can and then it's just like now you're like oh shit overworked but yeah um, i'm not feeling burnt out i'm just feeling like oh like no but it's a lot it it is a lot so and it takes a toll on you and it like it comes you feel it in your body as well like yeah yeah and i look more tired as well like i'm noticing i just look tired and i don't want to look tired i don't want to look aged i want to look fresh and youthful (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but it's good like um, but it's good that you're kind of like recognizing that you mm. feel tired, and then at least like when you're kind of working lots another time, you can kind of be like, actually, I'm not gonna work too, too, too much because you know I've been overtired from mm. when you ha- when it's required of you to work loads because your days off are just gonna get added to your annual, yeah. annual leave kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Um, sorry, you asked me how I was. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I guess like um not not too bad I've just started a new job um literally today <laughs> um congrats which is great cuz it's yeah. like I've just been like like I I've just kind of been like on on holiday for the past like 3 mm. months or something <laughs> but no <laughs> But not on holiday, like not officially on holiday, but like uh, I haven't really been doing much. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's nice to actually kind of like start, start a new job and um, feel like there's stuff for me to do. Mm. Um, and I, like I'm going to be doing something in there. Um, yeah, but that, that's about it, really. What else has happened? What's <laughs> happened? Can't even remember. Nothing. Mm. Yeah, no. Oh, well, actually, 
So I, I've been um, buying a lot of plants. Um. <laughs> I need to buy a plant tomorrow. That's literally on my to-do list for tomorrow. Oh my God. Mm. Sorry, guys, announcement. Lidl, mm. I bought a fiddly fig, also known as like a ficus, mm. a big one. Like it's actually like, it's quite tall, a big mm. one for eleven ninety nine. Wait, I need to look at what this is, a fiddly fig. Yeah. No, guys, I'll even take a picture and put it on the story, you know. Like, <laughs> hold on. Let me just take a... I'm going to take a picture really quickly. They're so cute. I'm going to take a picture for you. For £11. Eleven pounds. £11.99. That's crazy. That From Lidl. From Lidl, £11.99. That big. I was going to go to Ikea, but I think I'm going to go to Lidl now. No. Ikea, Ikea plants are quite expensive. They're like they are very expensive. <laughs> yeah. And like and I went to a garden centre as well um last Friday. Mm-hmm. And like usually garden centres are cheaper than like plant shops, but this garden yeah. centre was I felt like this garden centre was a bit expensive. Um it was okay for like getting my potting soil and stuff though. Mm. But I felt like the plants in there, some of them were a bit expensive, some were okay yeah. price. So I did I did buy plants. And then I also I got a birds of paradise. Um you know the birds of paradise tree. What do I no, I don't hang on. Okay. I don't actually know the names of plants. I just know oh I like yeah. this one, I like that one. Oh, well, I just know nice. the nicknames. Yeah, let me just check. You got a tree? Is it's like a tree. Oh no, it's not the flower one, it's the tree. You, you got a whole tree. It's it's not it's not the f- this. Can you see? Are you seeing this? Hold on, let me. Sorry, I'm just gonna. Yeah, that's oh, massive. <laughs> Are you seeing this one? Yeah. How much is that? So I bought a really small one. I bought a small one from B and Q for twenty pounds, mm. and they are like usually. So in B and Q, they had the sm- a small one, mm. and they had one that was only slight, only slightly bigger for seventy five pound. And they are they are quite expensive because like whenever mm-hmm. you go in the plant shops, like because they grow massive mm. and they grow into massive trees. Like even this one on the stem, I think mine is probably a bit like probably similarish size maybe mm. a bit bigger or something and the stem is selling it for 26 pound and i got it for 20 pound it's crazy it's actually crazy yeah. but i think we all need to get into our plants a little bit more because don't you think having yeah. green around you actually brightens you like your day a little bit more all the time like i mean my whole my whole room is full mm. but um yeah i love it <laughs> oh and look at my christmas cactus as well what was he where is it a flower on it can't see it. Christmas cactus. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Yeah, it's flowering. Um, yeah, so I just I'm I'm enjoying my plants at the moment. I bought so over this weekend. Sorry, let me count. One, two, three, four, five. I bought probably five plants over oh my this God. weekend alone. <laughs> I'm inspired. Oh good. I'm have to buy yeah. Some. Yeah, so I recommend garden centres or B and Q was actually mm-hmm. quite was a, all right priced or Lidl. Lidl, it's Lidl. a steal. Hmm. What about? It's a steal. Um, have you ever tried to grow vegetables or fruits or anything? 
No, I haven't. Um, actually, at home, we had a lemon tree at home. Did you? For, you didn't grow, grow yeah. it from scratch, did you? So not from scratch. Like, my mum bought the lemon tree from Aldi. And then, from but like, Aldi? It's, yeah, and then it's actually quite, it, actually, we got it, it grew really, really big. Mm. And we would get lots of lemons from it every year. That's so cool. Um, I want to yeah. do that. Um, I've at home we used to like grow my parents still do grow like runner beans and um, oh that's good like chilies and things like that and tomatoes but here I've tried to grow tomatoes and I just I'm rubbish at them but I can grow chilies quite easily because all you do is once you've ate your chili you just mm-hmm. get all of the seeds and put it in some soil and then they grow it's just like they're not even that high maintenance but um, tomatoes oh so long like but then a lot of people find them easy to grow it's just I can't find the sticks that are long enough and I need to do my searching but um, um, you, what you could look for you could look for kind of like bamboo sticks on Amazon or something mm-hmm. and then those probably should come like long enough yeah, um, that's a good idea yeah maybe maybe search for those because um might well i mean if you go to lidl my <laughs> my my fiddly fig came with a, a long enough bamboo stick like it came with the bamboo stick with the support like i'm sorry it's so worth so worth the money no it's a steal because when i was in b&q hmm the same plant um maybe just a tiny bit taller and um, they did have two in one pot though 115 pounds jesus 115 yes and i bought one of them for for 11.99 i could have bought two and just put them in the same pot for for 20 pounds that's crazy (laughs) madness yeah that's wild how did you get them um, get them in the car drove yeah yeah yeah. because my um the the fig was it it wasn't too tall mm. it wasn't like how my yucca tree is because mm. like I, I and I managed to squeeze my yucca tree in my car um it did get bent up a little bit mm. <laughs> but it's starting to perk back now <laughs> after the move um mm. yeah but like the yeah the fig fit in um and all the other ones there's I bought them as small. And like they, I know they are, they will grow into big trees. Cause I also bought an alocasia, um, which will grow. In, I bought two alocasias actually. Mm. So I bought one really, really small one. Um, that's like, uh, what's it called? I think it was called the poppy alocasia. And then I also bought like just a normal one and they grow into massive trees. Like, nice. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, this is, yeah, I'm doing this. Mm. <laughs> so I've, I've actually bought all of my, like all of the dream plants that I kind of wanted. Um, yeah, I just, well, I was just looking at the price and I was like, no, I don't want to leave it. I'm buying it, you know, redundancy. Whoop. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> it was put in front of you for a reason. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Even though I was, you know, going around being Q and garden centers and whatever, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah, that, that, yeah, actually, that's my weekend. And I do, I do enjoy my plants, man. It's just, they just make me happy. When I'm, when I'm feeling sad, yeah. Mm. Expect, expect me to come home with five more plants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. I really like plants. I just feel like I could do some more. Like I've got um, a money tree that just mm. grew so big and I want loads of money trees. Cause I feel like it's real. Like the superstition is real. Like I'm getting more money. Of course. I've got a baby but, money tree. Well, actually, 
but yeah, I agree. Um, but I always my money trees, I always kill them. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> like literally every time I see them, but like every time I purposely. I'm like, I am not buying one of these for myself. Someone needs to buy it for me because mm. it's like, I'm not buying it for myself for me to kill it again. Like <laughs> someone needs to buy it for me and I'm going to really try my hardest to keep them alive. Um, but I think now, I think I'm in the right, I think I've got the right tools and knowledge now to keep mm. them alive, I feel. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, like as in, I just will leave it alone and not water it. That's just what I need to do. <laughs> Literally, I just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, that's it. But I have a cactus that has started growing. I started to, water, like, I never used to water or touch it. And it didn't do anything for, like, the three years I was at uni. Then... Like the other year, I started giving it water and it started to grow. So I was just like, oh, cacti do like water, but I just make sure just, but then it hasn't got root rot because I'm just making sure that I, I just don't water it that, that much. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> My little plant rants. That's all right. They are, they are making me so happy though at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? Oh yeah. So sorry, I put this on. Um, I, so I started making this list like a couple of weeks ago, or whatever, or last week. So yeah, I wanted to talk about feeling your breasts because you know, like you'll get. Okay, all the time we're told um, women and men should be feeling their breasts to see if there's any abnormalities, any lumps, anything that feels different. So it's kind of like, uh, so we're trying to get used to feeling our breasts to see, to know what's normal. And then Mm. so we'll be able to recognize any abnormalities. But then at the same time, I'm kind of like, do you sometimes feel your breasts and think, is this normal? Yeah, all the time. Because like, (laughs) because <laughs> they say like oh you're meant to be looking out for lumps but I feel like all my breasts are lumpy do you know what I mean <laughs> I feel like if you know you're supposed to do it where you like not squeeze really hard but you push like with your palms like against yeah, it yeah it's to like push up it's to always going to be a bit bumpy like and I think is that bump a lump no it's not it's literally just like the tissue of the breast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing because it's like you feel the tissue of the breast, and okay, guys, like I, I have a lot of, of breasts, so <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, is that right? Oh, but mm. when I squeeze it, it fucking hurts. So maybe it is yeah. correct. So, like I think that's meant to be there. <laughs> so I think yeah, you just, just got to like, look out for like big change it or a change that like yeah, like, you can definitely feel that there's a lump there. So that's the thing, because I, I was just like, so the other week, I just thought, because I, I kept seeing the videos come up on Instagram, mm. and which I have, which I was sharing on our on our injected yeah. stories and stuff as well. And so I kept seeing, and I thought, actually, I've never gone and gone and um, felt my breasts like to the extent that they are in the in the videos. Mm. So I was like, okay, let me just try and do that. So I was like, doing all of that, and I was like, okay, this bit is all lumpy. But it hurts. Like I just um, is that is that correct? I'm guessing that's correct. Like mm-hmm. this is it's always felt lump. Well, I think it's always felt lumpy yeah. like that. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> like, I can't tell. So I was just like, maybe I should just start feeling my breasts a bit more. So then 
I know if there's anything that's different or yeah, yeah. There's, there's this thing that I used to do and it's called like a full body scan so like you it's, it can be part of like your creaming like routine after a shower you get mm-hmm. out of the shower and then you like touch all of your body and it kind of gets you like familiar with like what it's like what's there like if you look at any like freckles or moles see what's come up and you can just get like mm-hmm. used to things um and i used to do it with my boobs i actually do a proper um like feel of them and yeah. um yeah i feel like that's that's an easy way because you're when you're creaming you're ultimately doing that already but you're just not being mindful yeah. but if you do it mindfully then you'll be able to notice things um but one time i think i told you this i had like it wasn't a lump it was just it was actually a lump it was it was a lump I think on you the said outside it was of my boob and i was like what the hell is this so i went to the doctors mm-hmm. um it was a male doctor I had to, he had to fondle my boob which was fine but but he asked <laughs> if i wanted a nurse or someone in the room which um they came in but it was just like a random thing and it's still there it's just like a random thing and he just said oh yeah that's normal um it's not cancerous it's not anything serious it's just like mm-hmm. and then he diagnosed it with something just some lumps that people sometimes randomly get but um yeah yeah i guess when you do those kind of scans it gets you used to seeing what your body looks like and then you can decide on whether you want to go like to the doctors about something like ASAP yeah, and check or whether it out. it's not a big deal yeah yeah because as well like you kind of have to just check because there's so many things that just don't go like that just go unnoticed so easily Mm. and it's like actually you need to be checking like yeah it's so true okay it's like it's if you're not like checking your body all the time then things do come up like i have this area on my thigh where i get eczema Mm -hmm. like if if i don't cream like if i go like a few days or whatever without creaming i start to get like an eczema patch and i never noticed that before i just would always itch the same area then i looked at it one day and i was Mm -hmm. like oh this skin's different like it's raised compared to the other areas of my skin so yeah it's weird it's so weird if you Mm -hmm. just if you you're not mindful about what your body's like then things will just come up and you you literally you will just ignore wouldn't it. know mm. you wouldn't know yeah it's crazy yeah yeah but anyway guys i just wanted to tell you about how i was feeling my breasts and i just <laughs> thought you guys would enjoy that because <laughs> that's that's the kind of content that we give you around here <laughs> between talking about periods and vulvas we also talk about feeling your breasts yes. so um yeah men and women be feeling your breasts also men be checking your testicles um mm. yeah and just be like doing what you need to do um yeah. you know to make sure that we're all healthy and all of that mm-hmm. yeah yeah interesting i need to actually i need to go back for my cervical screening as well it's oh been yeah a year. is that due now yeah it is but i need to register for a gp <laughs> oh yeah I yeah I that's the thing i knew i was going to be one. moving that's why i wasn't <laughs> that's why i wasn't changing my gp yet and then but then they kicked me out of the surgery so it's well yeah okay. <laughs> oh god um, um yeah i yeah. i went for mine didn't i and i mine came back similar to yours that i've yeah. got hpv um which to be fair i'm not worried at all to the extent where i haven't even looked up well, I can't even remember what you said, but I don't really care. <laughs> I just know I'm not dying. So I'm like, cool. It's, <laughs> got it's HPV, because the got thing is as well, because like when, when, when we're told, like, they, they, they're they not worried. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
like the way they just send you a letter it's just like oh it's nothing to worry about so it's oh, just I've like okay well call. oh you got a phone call and that's, that's what then. shit me up a little bit because i was at work and they were like oh i was just calling about your cervical cancer screening and i was like oh my god and then they said um we found that you've got and i was like no and then she said hpv and she said you've also got small traces of thrush i was like for god's sake not this again <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh how so how do they that's what how do they check for that's probably why they called you because obviously mm. thrush is treatable isn't it yeah, how did, yeah i didn't know that they could check for thrush yeah i didn't know they were checking for like any sort of bacteria issues um but i guess yeah it comes up on i don't know how they do it if it's like a color that comes up on their when they're who knows i'm <laughs> not making ask, sense yeah yeah we should ask someone who works in labs yeah that would be Maybe interesting yeah <laughs> but like but yeah because that's probably why they called you just so you could yeah. get your get your thrush treated. yeah she said that first um, to be fair she said yeah. about the thrush thing first and then she went oh yeah you got hpv come back again next year so we can like keep an eye on it so just like, oh cool. <laughs> yeah so, and that's the thing they're just like oh yeah next year see if it's left it see if it's sorted mm. itself out and it's like well there's nothing I can do but wait for a year so like yeah I'm not gonna worry about it and then also like because I know that I've had the HPV jabs it's like well yeah, I've same. had all the jabs so yeah I'm, there's no point in me being scared <laughs> like, mm-hmm. there's nothing yeah. I can do literally um, as long as I'm healthy as long as I'm like still yeah. fertile and like I'm not gonna and be har- at harm then I'm fine yeah and as well, they, they're also, like, with HPV, they don't come and telling you, oh, yeah, make sure that you're having protected sex. They don't come and tell you any of those no. things. They're just like, yeah, just come back in a year. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, whereas, like, with kind of STI clinics, they'll be like, oh, yeah, make mm. sure that you're protected sex, blah, 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 blah. They're always like that, you know? So, yeah, like... Yeah, it's true. But isn't HPV, isn't that the most common sexually trans- transmitted disease? So it's like almost half well, of people have it when I was reading up about it, it's actually not, it's not an STD because it's not only transmitted um, through sexual contact. Mm -hmm. It's because you can, it can be transmitted by just contact in general. So, um, so it's not only, because it's not only transmitted by sex, it's not seen as a STI or STD. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, because, it's not like and yeah. basically it's common it's basically a virus um when when i read up about it um on on this podcast it's basically mm. a virus <laughs> that is basically seen in humans mm. that's why it's called the human papillola whatever virus mm. so it's just like it's just commonly seen in humans just in general it's just yeah yeah that's it's just a virus that's seen in humans mm. so um but like just um, just the main risks of it um, could be cervical cancer. And that's mm. just the only thing that's dangerous about it. And which is why they do cervical screening, screening tests. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Hmm. Scientists. <laughs> yeah, that's us. <laughs> Everybody check your bodies, fill your breasts, go get your cervical mm-hmm. screening um, tests if you are you know, 25 and up and have been invited. If you feel like you've got problems, like go, like, you know, if you've got any issues, you feel like you've got any problems, you know, go and ask for your cervical screening. You can, like, there's nothing that stops you from being able to get it early. If you are, if you are having issues, if you are having problems, you can go get it. Um, And also like, it's not scary. Um, Like, 
I feel like the more we talk about it and just remind everyone that it's not scary, like then maybe more people will feel a bit less, a bit more calm about going and getting mm-hmm. it done. Um, so yeah, it's nothing to be scared about. Um, might feel a bit uncomfortable. Um, me and Deanna, we shared our experience. Well, we like, um, what's the word? We exchanged what? what our experiences were like and we were just like, we didn't really feel yeah. uncomfortable when it was happening or anything. So if that if that is would help anyone feel any better yeah. when they go to get it done. Um and it's like fifteen yeah. seconds. It's so quick. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you're done. Um yeah. then it's like, go on, put your knickers back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till doing it. <laughs> I put those funny yeah. knickers on there nice too. The like huh? um the paper kind of knickers. She gave oh, yeah, me some the paper of them to put on. on. Yeah, like she oh, like, no, put these I on and I'll come back in. <laughs> she was just like, Oh, just take your knickers off and you can put the and then I, I got given like I was told to put the paper towel over me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you had a fancy GP. I know. Paper knickers. Oh, fancy. I felt like I was in the salon, like getting um, laser hair removal or something. <laughs> <laughs> you go on the bed and it's just like, open your lips. <laughs> oh. Oh, hilarious. Um, um, anyway, yeah. um, I've got a few news stories that I, I've been seeing recently about... Okay. Um, just a load of shit in the UK. So, um, so in Kent, there is like an immigration centre, and um, that's where people that are quotations illegal immigrants are sent, um, or people. I think people that are seeking asylum as well, and like you know, people that have come over on boats to the UK. Um, so the, there's this new story: um, a note thrown over the fence by a young girl at Manston immigration center um basically is essentially her begging for help um and has compared the facilities to a prison and claimed that pregnant Mm-mm. women and sick people were being held there witnesses said they saw security guards at the site usher detainees back inside when members of the press were walking by the fence the girl was among a group of small children who broke past them at the controversial Kent Centre where concerns are growing over mental health conditions of detainees for weeks in cramped and unhygienic conditions. The letters were were addressed to journalists, organisations and everyone. Um, It said 15 families had been held at Manston, um, which is just horrible, really horrible. But um, yeah, the letter you can read it online. um, And um, this article also says it comes... um, Hang on a sec. The local MP, Roger Gow, said he's been told by ministers that the total numbers held within the facility will be cut from 4,100 on Monday to 1,500 by the weekend. However, the immigration minister, Robert Jenrick, appeared on ITV, um, an ITV programme, said that there, on Wednesday night there will still be around 3,000 people in there. It's just like, Mm-mm. what the fuck is going on with this? Cu- Why is there that many people in one facility? That's crazy. That's and just a health and safety there. hazard, I'm yeah. sure. I'm I'm not really too sure about the immigration process in this country, like how long it takes for people to um for them to kind of work out what to do with people that have come over um to seek asylum, but it just seems wrong for them to all be in this cramped like facility, well, especially if mental health 
and physical health isn't being taken seriously. It's just really sad. Mm. I mean, well, from from what we know, considering that they're so desperate to fly people to Rwanda, we know that it's a bit mm. of a shit show here um, yeah. when it comes to immigration and also, um, well, when it comes to, you know, preferred immigrants, um, mm. you know, who's seeking asylum. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just... It, it's just all a bit it's all a bit shit and like and we know that like a lot like we can't really even be surprised about kind of these immigration centers because Mm -hmm. we know how they've been treating um like refugees and like the really bad conditions some of the refugee um camps have been in in this Mm. country like you know we've we've heard of those awful conditions and it's like and it's just the fact that just treating people like they're prisoners when Mm. Uh, like yeah there's that it's like they're kind of criminalizing people locking them up yeah for doing nothing but then at the same time for prisoners also shouldn't have to deal with this kind of stuff like they should yeah, be living exactly. in comfortable facilities as well so yeah it's just yeah like this country when you're in one of those boxes of people that aren't really cared about so you're any sort of minority or you're a working class person or or mm-hmm. both like it's just you could end up in this situation at some point where people just yeah. like even um Suella Braveman, the home secretary, she she's kind of referred to the immigrants, the asylum seekers who were coming over on like the boats as um an invasion. And it's just then like this terminology is just This woman, <laughs> this woman is absolutely mad. Like she I'm is just mad. like I just don't, I don't understand them. I just don't understand all of them. And it's like, it's like she's really, it's like, I feel like she's trying to be a, a Preeti Patel. Do you know what yeah. I mean? She's she's trying it, but me. then. Yeah. Yeah, but then she just looks like a fool. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, like how, um, like Preeti Patel, like you can tell that, she's of the devil do you know what I mean mm. and, like, and she, like she stands with it and she's very mm-hmm. firm with it and then you've got Suella who's really trying to to trying to kind of she's like be the same standards dog. yeah yeah but it's not quite it's like woman please sit down like you're you're, you're saying things it don't make sense you're chatting about tofu like I just don't what what is <laughs> I don't get it like me yeah, like, she's just awful I, I just I, do you remember that time like years ago maybe 2019 when we saw Nigel Farage and Tommy Robinson and we thought these people are fucking awful like get them yeah. off of our TV get them off of our screens get them away from politics and now it's like we've got Equivalence, but with brown skin <laughs> that are in these positions. It's like Tommy Robinson's dream. I just... Tommy Robinson's dream. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought Tommy Robinson hated brown people. He does, actually. But maybe it's... Hmm. <laughs> I don't know whose dream it is, but it's not a dream, it's a nightmare. It's actually a nightmare. Oh, I just... It's actually terrifying because it's even to the point where people like... They try to act like, yeah, let's celebrate Rishi Sunak, yeah. But it's like, look, yes, I can acknowledge that this is historic. It is it is historic having the first Southeast Asian prime minister. However, we're still in a conservative government. Um, mm. This government, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm sorry, we had a prime minister that left after 45 days. I'm like... Mm. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, like, why are they still here? Just call for a general election. What I'm so confused about, remember the days of David Cameron, you know? Mm. One small thing would happen, they quit general election. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, like, I, I'm really confused. Like, what happened to those, the good old days where the prime minister would quit, so then they call for a general election? Like, <laughs> what happened to those good old days? But I'm sorry, how have we had... <laughs> how have we had Boris? We had... Uh, Liz trusts who uh, trust me she can't stay here that long like <laughs> to then have Rishi Sunak all under conservative government we've had three prime ministers mm. who have not stayed long term I'm just like we need a general election you, you guys yeah. clearly cannot do your job clearly yeah it's, it's true it's true it just feels like we're not you know, I actually think that things have got worse. Like in the past 10 years, things have got worse. And even when we spoke about things in the past where in certain um, constituencies up north, the, um, what do you call it? The the life expectancy has decreased in some areas for like women. Oh, really? We spoke about this before, probably like a year ago, like in some areas yeah. of the country. Oh, because we were talking about dying of austerity, weren't we? Yeah, and austerity. Like it's gone, it's, it's risen. Yeah, and like so much is is just going wrong in this country in every single area. And then you look at the economy, and the conservatives are supposed to be the the economists, the the financial yeah. experts. You just look at every single area. Healthcare can't get a doctor's appointment anymore. Like, <laughs> is that, I'm, get, is I'm doing my asthma checkups virtually. <laughs> like, Can you breathe? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we're getting heart transplant virtually. Like, there's going to be so much. <laughs> the fuck? <There's> just. <laughs> It's just, I, I'm just saying, like, I feel like things have got so much worse. And, like, you know when people are like, oh, things things back in my day were Sorry. a lot worse. It's like, no, you guys can't say that anymore. I'm still laughing about a virtual heart transplant. Like, that is that is taking the metaverse to another dream. level. <laughs> no, you mean, um, what's the name? Zuckerberg's dream. Zuckerberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's the one leading meta, leading the metaverse, you know. That yeah. is the metaverse to another, a whole nother level. But <laughs> That is. And I don't know how that would work, but he'll find a way. <laughs> but, um, he'll try it on meta first. <laughs> Until Apple comes out with their version and takes over. <laughs> oh, God. But last thing about this Suella Braverman woman. So she used... Um, a £3,500 an hour military copter to visit um, the immigration centre in Kent. And um, from what I read, she she kind of, she she was in this helicopter, like looking over the seas to see if there were any boats coming in. And because it was like the stormiest day we've had in a long time, she saw no one, obviously. Um, But yeah, like she's spending all this money on a fucking helicopter. You look at it, you'd think that she's like James Bond or something, the way that she's like pretending that she's going into a war zone. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? But this is shows And Kent isn't far from London. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's round the corner. Kent Kent is outside of London. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's not far from London though. It's literally, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. As in, like, it's literally just outside. Like, you, you walk out of London, you're in Kent. Like, as in, like, that. Just like how you walk out of London, you're in Essex. Like, it's, yeah, exactly. It's just outside just of London, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, no, nah, that's just like, 
No, what I find just crazy about that, like all of this is propaganda. So you are now using taxpayers' money to pay for your little helicopter ride where you mm-hmm. want to be doing up vigilante, trying to see if there are any illegal boats because you have a dream of flights taking off to Rwanda. You fucking... Mm. <laughs> you fucking dickhead. <laughs> like, are you all right? That's, look, I'm sorry. That's what we're fucking paying for when we cannot pay our electricity bills. Bitch, run us back our money. Mm. Give us yeah. back our money. Like, what? Like, why is this government wasting our money? Why is this government wasting resources you on a fucking helicopter ride? Well the other day is that, you know, Kwasi Katang, the chancellor yeah. that lasted like three weeks, he. In that within that three weeks, he found time to fit in a trip to the US, and all of that. <laughs> the amount that that would have cost for him and his whole team to go out. It's like look at our country, and your priority is heading to the US to do what? To so do what? Did what? he head to the? Did he head to the US just to see the cra- the pound crash? Like was that the point? <laughs> like um, so they to could, so the it. US could to witness the pound dropping below the dollar. Was that the reason? Like I maybe just, that was the reason. Ugh, or was it to visit his hedge fund friends? Honestly, it's just like I'm just crazy. the whole. F- I just don't. I three weeks the guy was here. Yeah, he he was here less time than than Liz. Liz, trust me not to do my job. Like <laughs> <laughs> because he was a scapegoat for for Liz for Liz. Mm-hmm. Trust me not. You know, like. Um, Liz, trust me not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm sick of it all. I'm actually sick of it all. I am sick of it all. I am sick. And as well, sorry, just while we're still on this, cussing this government, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you had the other week, Rishi Sunak wasn't going to cop. um, Is it, how do you say it? Cop. It is cop, isn't it? What? What do you mean? Cop. The cop. The COP oh, conference. The COP conference. Yeah, what about it? Yeah. Like, well, the other week, Rishi wasn't going and then last minute, oh, he changed his mind. Yeah, I'm going. It's like, yeah, you fucking have to go when the climate crisis is the biggest crisis, is a, is a world <laughs> crisis. Like, we've already said that. So how are you not going? You have to go. Like, yeah, it's like there, you, there shouldn't be a choice, really. Yeah. And as well, after you guys were banning King Charles, like you guys were saying <laughs> KC3 can't go there, you know, and, and that guy mm. likes to like likes to be there. He likes to, you know, feel like he wants he wants to do his bit for the environment, like David Attenborough, you know. But um <laughs> like but but then you wanted to be being like, oh, I don't need to go there because we had it in the UK, we had it in Scotland last year. No. Are you yeah, right? it's like things change within a year as well. <laughs> exactly. The planet, the, the the warmth of the planet has changed within the year, like, because it keeps changing every single year. We're getting closer and closer and closer. You mm. know, the planet keeps warming up. That the that that 1.5 degree, we keep getting that closer. Yeah. And you guys still ain't still ain't taking it seriously and still ain't doing nothing. Like Yeah, even mate. with the summer we had, like we had the hottest summer we've ever had. And is, is he just yeah. gonna ignore that summer where you everyone had fans and was installing air conditioning? <laughs> you wanna pretend that the UK didn't did not see forty degree heat. Forty <laughs> degree heat in this UK. And uh, do you remember those tornadoes, was it? Or there was something going yes! on? We had yeah, we had tornadoes, we had tornadoes. floods. Aww. Like well, we always have floods, but like more flash floods. Yeah. Like 
<laughs> mate. And there was that woman, this stupid woman who was just like, oh, it's called weather. Shut the fuck up. Like she was on um, question time. Yeah. Trying to be like, oh, it's called weather. It's called weather. I'm like, bitch, are you fucking okay about it's called weather? About it's called weather. Are you, she was trying to say, she was trying to say that, um, scientifically the planet isn't isn't getting warmer she was really trying to say that on question time and she's like saying no it's a scientific factor it's like bitch go go what science book are you reading go and talk to a scientist please <laughs> literally because your science book is incorrect like she was spewing incorrect information like i was watching this on navarra media she was mm. she was spewing incorrect information and it was just like bitch just fuck off our screens and then she was trying to cuss like you so you had obviously the audience in question time coming with their facts and she was trying to be like that's not science it's not science (laughs) and it's like bitch then what the fuck is it then it's called weather yeah but then she'll be like science is subjective science isn't real (laughs) science science is never subjective No, I'm sorry, I'm writing that down. That's the title of this episode. Science is subjective. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie though, in some cases I do think it kind of is. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, no. no, but I do, as in, like, I think a lot of the initial experiments and stuff, like a lot of things initially were put into place by white men with their well, interests yeah. like at heart so and maybe not subjective is is the right right terminology but like there's biases w- within the medical sector because i mean of who originated a lot of the stuff we know that kind of like the medical sector and every single sector is institutionally mm. racist i think we can say that i wouldn't say it's subjective <laughs> i don't know what's subjective there i'd say maybe mm, mm, because it's no, like I it's, don't know. it's it's racist the way they did their practices mm, no that's not it like um you know like so say if we for example talk about them testing on black women like trying to find trying mm. to do different medical like um searching for new different ways of medical procedures by testing on black women without any without any type of mm. anesthesia because they said black women didn't have no pain like um yeah so that that science of black women don't do not feel pain like white women yeah um that was just a barbaric opinion mm. that that wasn't science because while he was there while they were there doing their little operations on these black women yeah. while they were screaming in agony but they're still saying, oh yeah, they don't feel no pain. Not like a maybe, white woman. Maybe it's like the science isn't subjective, but the um, like policies in place or the, the procedures I think it's more of the be. biases of yeah, the people. Yeah. And it comes back to a racist institution and, mm. and of those yeah, people, I, basically. I was thinking as well, like, um, like similar to that, like with like some of the um, discrimination that, um, LGBT people face under mm. like the different medical professions and how around the world I'm guessing that the age that you're allowed to like have your physical transition is probably different like and everyone's arguing about it all the time so mm-hmm. yeah like other I guess just forms of biases like that 
Maybe subjective isn't the right word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we can talk about, um, I think we can say bias. We can talk about mm. the bias because the bias yeah. covers everything. It covers, um, it covers um, like racism in the medical industry. It covers kind of the neglect of LGBTQIA mm. plus people in the medical industry as well. And, and obviously in other industries too. Mm. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Elon Musk has bought Twitter. Why has he done that? <laughs> it actually went through. He bought Twitter and then fired all of the CEOs. Did he? <laughs> yes. This man is so unusual. Like, I'm so confused. Oh my god. Yeah. On Wikipedia, so, it says he's the CEO of Twitter. Wow. Yeah. So he bought Twitter, fired all the people in the top positions. Um, which I think he did that because he wants to change up and switch up the whole company. Um, basically all this bullshit to do with like freedom of speech and let's get our mates back on back on Twitter that have been banned and whatever. Um, yeah, and yeah, so like he, I think, yeah, I heard on the news just something about, cause I've just got this like listed on there. Um, about kind of like verifying accounts, something about subscriptions. I'm mm. like, I'm sorry, who the fuck is going to be paying for Twitter? I'm like, yeah, I heard that you've got to pay to now get a blue tick. <laughs> but this means that just random is like the nepotism so babies are just going to all have blue ticks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rich people just have blue ticks. <laughs> but so no basically, reason. it's like. If you have enough money, you can get you can a blue buy tick. a blue tick. Yeah, makes sense. I guess. I guess mm. most most um, people are buying their fame of their fame. Yeah, right? it's true. Like the the like it is happening in other areas. I guess now, just in, digitally, yeah. you're getting more advancement. Then people have always been able to buy followers and buy things like that. So yeah, yeah, weird shit. <laughs> Very weird, <laughs> very weird. But then that means okay, people who all existing have blue ticks, will all their blue ticks get removed? No, they can't do unless he's he wants to be an extra asshole about it. There's no way. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't yeah, like Twitter um, anyway. Like I only like Twitter when there's like Love Island on or like Married at like, when I'm trying to look to see same. opinions. But like other than that, I don't really care for Twitter. And I feel like Twitter hasn't really been that fun since before lockdown, mm. point one. Like, because I feel like Twitter was funny when everybody was miserable with their working everyday lives. I feel like people <laughs> were just hilarious. <laughs> they were so random and so hilarious. Um, but now everybody's like working from home. I don't know. I just don't think they're like, I feel like people have lost their, I don't know. Twitter's lost its charm. Yeah, it has. And yeah. I feel like, you know, people like to put their life updates. Like it used to be on Twitter. Everyone would be like, oh, go in, go into take my cat to the vets. Like th there would be updates on Twitter. You'd know what your friends are doing. But now I don't know about you, but none of my friends really ever tweet. I've only got one friend that tweets quite a lot, but mm. like, I don't, I wouldn't be using it to keep up with my friends. I use like yeah. other apps for that now and there's just replacements. Like we've got, um, like WhatsApp is so good for like voice notes and everything else. And then we've got mm -hmm. Instagram, which has just taken over because you can see pictures of everyone. And Twitter, it's just like here for the people that 
like to debate, like to share opinions and like mm-hmm. l- are creative with it. Because I don't think I'm creative enough to think of funny yeah. tweets every single day. <laughs> See, the thing is, I feel like I'm not creative with words. Yeah, same. But like I prefer, I prefer imagery. That's why Instagram is more of the platform mm. for me. I prefer imagery. I prefer, and as well, like the reason why I feel like Instagram is more the the platform for me rather than TikTok as well is that I prefer my information to be a bit slower than TikTok. Like TikTok, you Same. just the, TikTok just shows you random shit, and it's just like I can't really like decide if I want to see this or not, and mm. you have to wait a little bit to decide if yeah, you think this is funny or if you want to, yeah. yeah, if you want to hear this information. So like. Yeah, I feel like TikTok is... And as well, watching videos all the time just really tires me out. Same. I know that I know that Instagram is all video now, but um, yeah, it tires, it tires me out though. <laughs> just watching yeah. videos all the time. I feel like Instagram, I've just got so many people in my life that I've known from like college and like just mm. different walks of life on Instagram it's like where everyone is and Twitter oh, I'd have to go around and ask all of my new friends hey what's your Twitter like I, I just don't yeah. have anyone on Twitter yeah I just like yeah to be honest same with me I only have one person who tweets or um, no one person who tweets all the time and like the random odd time I'll go on Twitter and then I'll see her life updates and stuff and it'll be like oh shit things are happening let me make sure that I respond to this tweet <laughs> <laughs> like, you know right now she's talking to herself and let me just um respond to this one but yeah. um but like but then she uses twitter all the time though so like i think she's like she's chill with that but yeah i don't just yeah mm. Mm. yeah anyway like Strange this man. guy elon musk i just i don't know about this man he yeah and like as well now that i know how elon musk like kind of why he's got such a large fortune Mm. um because like so elon musk is a nepotism baby and his Mm -hmm. family owned emerald mines um (laughs) yeah so it's just like um, mr colonizer i'm not okay Mm. (laughs) i'm not okay with you as well ain't he no he's from south africa south african yeah 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 mr colonizer we're good like cool and and yeah and it just i just think it's funny like well we said this before in our last episode where we spoke about elon musk about mm, the reason why he's buying twitter come on guys what does he want people's data data is going to be more expensive um it's going to cut it's going to be worth more than Mm. you know money so like what do you think he's after guys what really pisses me off about this man like when I mm. travelled to South Africa and I went to some of the like really poor areas, like now I'm just thinking this guy's from South Africa and I know that rich people aren't entitled to dis- distribute all their wealth, blah blah. But it's like, um, this but guy he has said that he would excess money. <coughs> yeah, he he also threatened to well not threatened, but he said, oh, well, I can end world hunger if I like. Yeah, let's let's call it a threat actually because it is a threat, a threat. because he yeah. said he was going. To, he said if the <laughs> he said who was it? World Health Organization. Who no yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it was them, wasn't it? Or the UN or something? Yeah, he said to them, I don't know which one of them, he said to them, Oh, if you could show me how six billion will end world hung- hunger, I will pay it. And they are how much came with the got? receipts. He's got like 40 billion or something, hasn't yeah. he? He's yeah. Got, what, more than that, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. So he tweeted, if, if they could show him how six billion would end world hunger, he would pay it. They went and did that. They gave him. Mm. They gave him some receipts. All of that. 
and then he decided not to pay it. I'm sorry, like that kind of man. I'm sorry, you're evil. <laughs> like, yeah, I honestly think yeah. he's evil because there are so many yeah. poor people like in the country that he's come from. Like there's people that can't, like there's no electricity in a lot of towns. There's no toilets. People using pool to lose mm. and using like, like just random shit to go to the toilet. <clears throat> like the infrastructure in some of these places is so poor um, and people want to, you know, be, they want to have the things that other people have. And I just think it's mm. just so sick to just look at that in your own country and think, oh, like, I, actually, oh, I don't I, really... I could end world hunger, but... Yeah, I could, I, actually, I could actually feed you all and I could give you electricity and, like, give you tools mm. to, like, you know... Um, but I don't feel like Have it. a better life, a better <coughs> quality of life. But, yeah, I don't actually want to. Yeah, just... Oh, yeah. I'm sick of rich people. I actually am. They're just <laughs> awful. They're awful. They but awful. I watched, I was talking to you about this earlier. I watched a documentary by, let me just find the name, um, by Black Feminist TV mm. on YouTube. And they do really good like documentaries. Everyone go and have a look. But this was a documentary about Diddy and Bad Boy Records. And I watched it last night while I was like unpacking. And he is awful. <laughs> Diddy oh, is God. awful. Like it goes through like some, it goes through a lot of the people that he signed to his record label mm. and um, how people cut ties with him for certain yeah. reasons because he wasn't transparent ab- about contracts and how... Um, he screwed over a shanty they basically, that as well, isn't it? I don't know if he did, actually. No, I don't think... She was part of did. another one, wasn't she? I think I think Ashanti was one of the people that he... Like, he owned, like, some of the rights of her songs. Wasn't did it he? Diddy who, owned, no, who I- owns the rights of a lot of people's songs? Dizzy, yeah, does, but Ashanti, I thought she was part of, what is it called, like, uh, Jar Rule and Inc. all of that lot? Yeah, Murder Inc., yeah. I think they screwed her over. I'm not 100% sure. Mm, I don't know if they did. Mm. I thought it was I don't Diddy. Know, but they didn't, they didn't feature her on the documentary. They featured, like, Mace, mm. the rapper, and like, yeah, some of the Mace, boy bands. Yeah, Mace, Yeah, some of the boy bands, um... Like R and B boy bands and some of the girl groups as well, um, mm. and just different different people that he'd worked with that he wasn't transparent about contracts. Kind of took advantage of the fact that a lot of people come from poverty and yeah. they see a bit of money and they're like, oh my god, this is amazing! It's like a million dollars when really nothing. they're making him like five million on top of that, and he just took mm. like pure advantage of a lot of people. And then he like Mace put out an interesting statement. I think it was Mace, or put out an interesting thing. I think it was Mace. Diddy. Yeah, so Diddy, he basically, um, I think he was at the Grammys and he he made a big statement around how the Grammys don't respect black people, black music, black culture, and um, all of this stuff about building up the community. And like people start to speak out, like, hang on a second, Diddy, like you've just, you, you like basically, you, you take he, advantage of all the people that you come into yeah, contact with, you're the even one who like is, the young teenagers and stuff. Yeah, like so you're you yourself is, have exploited black culture. Yeah, exactly. And he um, he also had a reality TV show back, I think it was early 2000s, where it was like, let's form like a girl group or a boy group and let's find mm. the right people. So people will come and audition and do this stuff. And um, 
it, as part of the process, like they had to work out until people were like throwing up because they needed to oh fit God. like the pop star image. And then they also needed to like fetch him like food and drinks when he ordered it. And he'd say, you've got to walk like so many miles to get me this food and drink just to show you're dedicated. If you want this, you will go and do that. And then mm-hmm. he'd tell the women like, I don't like it when you wear these extensions. You can't do that. That's not part of the image. Like, And it was all filmed and it's all available for people to see. Oh my um, gosh. And it's so bad. Like he actually was abusive towards a lot of these people. Um, but yeah, like just this, my point there is just so many rich men just or rich people in general are just actually just awful split. people and yeah. they, like the way that he's pretending he's not and it, he's very much pro-black you see Diddy and he's talking about how pro-black he is on socials all the time and like you know mm. whereas him and his billionaire mates and they're like oh yeah like black excellence blah 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 it's not black excellence because you've built your wealth off the backs of poor black of, people that yeah. you took advantage of yeah that's just it's just disgusting yeah and he's part of the problem like he definitely yeah, he's just not a good guy from what I know and what I've seen mm. on that documentary. It is really interesting. Mad. Um, actually, you just reminded me talking about documentaries. Actually, one thing. Mm. Sorry, one thing I just want to mention first. Um, I forgot to say I gave blood last week. Mm. Um, and that was my fifth donation. And I also signed up for the British Bone Marrow Foundation. I think so. Oh, I signed just, up for that. Yeah. So I just wanted, like, oh yeah. Um. Basically, they just took an extra bit of blood, and um, and that's going to be tested to see if I've got any stem cell matches or matches mm. for bone marrow or anything like that. Um. Yeah. So I just wanted to raise awareness of that. Like, guys, if you if you are able to, um, can look into giving bloods if you can. And then there's also like as black black and brown people need more people signing up to give blood and more people signing up onto the um, bone marrow marrow register whether that's with Anthony Nolan or with the British bone marrow Mm. um, foundation kind of thing Um, yeah and they just and basically all you have to do is they just take a little bit more blood they just take a tiny bit another sample of blood which just will go Mm. and get tested basically that's it Um, but yeah I just wanted to just mention that and just be like oh yeah give blood that's cool yeah um yeah anyway talking about documentaries i watched the Shein documentary have you watched it no it's on um channel four yeah i need to watch yeah yeah so i did i watched the Shein documentary but um i'll wait until you watch it and then we can talk about it another time but guys like yeah if you guys want to also join in and watch the Shein documentary it's absolutely mad it's crazy yeah it is it is quite mad and it's just a bit like, yeah, it just makes me, it makes me a bit sad. It's just like, and mm. as well, it's just like, I was just so, like, I still can't compute, like, how much they are producing clothing wise. Mm. I still, it still can't compute because they show, there's just at one point where they show a graph and it has like H&M, Zara and other kind of like fast fashion places kind of. In, on the graph mm. and how much clothing that they produce per I don't know per week mm-hmm. or whatever and then Shein is like 10 times more really? like it's it's Gosh. mad and it's just like the fuck like yeah it's absolutely yeah. crazy um but yeah guys like um watch the Shein documentary it's on channel four now um it was Gosh. a really very interesting watch yeah. Um, yeah, and just, yeah, it. yeah, just, yeah, um, 
yeah that's that's all I've got to say mm. on, on that just because you you remind me of documentaries and I just yeah. I forgot that I watched that the other week I just I remembered something yeah. from the Diddy one as well that I, I spoke to you about earlier it's just mm-hmm. the fact that a lot at the end it kind of looked over a lot of the people that um were signed to Diddy's label that he cut ties with and like one mm. of the guys he died recently in hospital because he couldn't Aww. afford like his medical um, oh my gosh. His medical care. Another person had to go and work in fast food and is now working at McDonald's um, to pay for, I think it's her mum's health care. Um, oh and gosh. she was like a famous bloody singer that was signed to his label, which is crazy. Another person ended up in prison um, due to something that Diddy, I think Diddy only did like, um, Diddy got off of something. I can't, I can't remember what the case was, but Diddy basically through this guy um under the bus and he he was in prison um and yeah there was a few cases of like things like that that have happened as a result of him and um mm. he also spoke about in the documentary how he feels like he's responsible partly for um the death of Biggie Smalls as well which is kind of interesting um what what did he feels he's in, he's responsible about for it yeah because he was i think he told Biggie Smalls was supposed to be in London the day that he died, but then he basically said, I want to stay in LA and like go to this party in LA. And Diddy, as his manager, um, should, he said, I should have been firmer on the fact that he needed to be in London and then maybe he wouldn't have been in that situation in LA and mm. got shot. Um, so th- that wasn't really down to any of his actions, but he feels kind of yeah. like guilty about that and not, um, not sticking to his gut, essentially. Mm crazy mm. yeah it was interesting um, yeah go watch <laughs> mm. um, oh yeah I wanted to mention about um, Drake and 21 Savage oh so God, like just, these two clowns yeah so they've, they've got they've got a whole album in it yeah um, I saved it and then I heard how awful some of the songs were as in not like from a musical perspective but from like misogyny perspective and yeah yeah, and I've just had to like unsave it because I don't want to listen to any of that (laughs) yeah so because I heard the song where they mentioned Megan the Stallion but and I was just thinking there but um Mm. and I and as well like I wasn't listening properly like I'm not very good at listening to people rapping because it's just I don't want to listen to you properly um but I saved the post that you sent me. Yeah, um, same. So it's just like, so I'm just going to read bits from this post because mm. um, in the song, they they make reference to Megan the Stallion being shot. So um, this post by Darkest, Darkest Hue, so that's Darkest.Hue on Instagram. Um, the post says, while rappers mourn takeoff, Megan the Stallion's experience with gun violence is still a punchline. Last night, Drake, um, Drake and 21 Savage released a much anticipated joint collaboration, her loss. On the song Circo Loco, Drake completely unprovoked implies that Megan the Stallion lied about being shot by rapper Tory Lanez, subjecting his cult following of women hating men to further discredit her. And the line was, um, this bitch lie about get, about getting shot. Um, but she's still a stallion. Okay, that's that's the line. And <laughs> yeah, that's actually awful because like you literally he's literally just said it out there like that yeah, they, they don't believe clear. her. And yeah, um why does anyway. he play friends with these people and then just does stuff like this? Like he's such a pussy. I don't know. He is. He is. Um 
Okay, then a couple of lines later, Drake, who dropped out of high school to pursue his acting career, seemingly seemingly takes another dig. I love the shade on this. Seemingly mm. takes another dig at Megan, who is able to balance her music career and college. Hmm. Um, and then the line is, Shorty says she graduated. She ain't learn enough. Play your album track once. No, play your album track one, K. I heard enough. Um, all right, mate. Like, good for you. Okay, fine. Like, yeah. Yeah, but... But I'm sorry, girl graduated and as well, girl also ain't short. Like, let's not get it mm. twisted. Let's, let's not let's not get it twisted. Like, you know, girl, girl ain't short either. And um, like, and this is the thing. Like, why is it that it's a joke to laugh at? Like, why why are we like laughing at the fact that she graduated? Yeah. Yeah, like, why is that funny <laughs> that <Yeah>. she's educated? <laughs> what do you mean she graduated, she didn't learn enough? Like, I'm sorry, she, she done graduated, bitch. Like, she, she done graduated. What did you do? You dropped out of high school, bitch. Like, where did you graduate from? <laughs> no way. <laughs> um... And so it then goes to say these lines are ironic for many reasons. For one, this might be Drake's most misogynistic project yet, despite having a woman on the album cover seemingly advocating for women's right to abortion and claiming that he's a feminist because he blows half a million on you hoes. Mm. That makes him a feminist, of course. And as well, sorry, actually, can I just talk about this? Because um, mm. like he's kind of about him seemingly... Um, advocating for women's right to abort to abortion. I'm sorry, like women's right to abortion probably benefits Drake. Mm. It does. So um, you know, like him trying to claim that he's a feminist because of that, and also because he ha- he blows half a million on your hoes, which might be probably some of the abortion costs that he's probably paying. Um, to mm. to these women, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> women's right to abortion benefits Drake, and as well, it's like it's so surface level. Like the right to an abortion and autonomy over your own body is yeah, like the the first stage of looking into feminism. It's not really, it's not really um, something that should be questioned. It's not like yeah, this whole album is about well, this this song directly towards Megan is clearly promoting male violence on women and domestic abuse. Yeah. So it's like, you can yeah. say you're pro-abortion all you like, but you've just kind of discredited that by everything else that you've just exactly. rapped about. And, and even that, like, it's a bit sus because it's kind of like, okay, like talking about women's right to abortion, are you, are you like forcing women to mm. have to get abortions? Like, like, is it actually their right to abortion if you are pressuring a woman to do that? Like a woman mm-hmm. should be able to do what she wants with her body. Like you, if you're if you're if you're the one who didn't want to wrap up and decided that you, you know, and you've gone and you've um, you know, decided that you wanted to have sex, and mm. then and then you have and then you know, a woman is with child. Like I'm sorry, that woman has every right to decide to keep that child. If she wants mm-hmm. to, you know, like, um, yeah, you being for abortion doesn't, it doesn't make you look like a feminist. No, it <laughs> doesn't. Know? Like, well done, you know? good job. Well done, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, it then goes on to say, what's even more ironic is that just a few days ago, mainstream rappers were quick to publicly condemn the gun violence black men face in light of rapper Takeoff's murder. So, um, yeah, also 
this was it this last week um yeah yeah last week um we had the news that takeoff was takeoff was murdered from migos um Mm. you know like in gun violence um I'm not too sure like what what happened, you know, but mm. obviously very sad. Um but yeah, like I just I just think like it's just a sh- when when it comes to gun violence when it's with men, like oh then it's like especially with male rappers and it's like oh my gosh, it's a rapper. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they've mm. gone. Me- Megan the Stallion got gets shot by tour- by another male artist and okay, everybody wants to side with the male artist. Like why, why is that? And as well, like I saw a post that said, oh, male rappers are being taken too soon and not living past the age of like 40 and stuff. Um, and then I saw another post that said something like it was something to do with Black Lives Matter and then um, black men should um, be able to reach the age of 40, something like that. And I was thinking, yeah, that's so true. Like I liked it. And now it's like, but there's no Social energy black for women. black women. Like where, <laughs> yeah. where's the energy? <laughs> The energy for black women just isn't there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not. It is mad. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy. Um, sorry, so carrying on. Um, so uh, mainstream rappers were quick to publicly condemn the gun violence black men face in light of rapper Takeoff's murder. Despite this, Megan continues to be mocked and called a liar for speaking about the abuse she's faced at the hands of Tory Lanez. LeBron James, The Baby, and 50 Cent, and now Drake and 21 Savage, are among some of the high-profile black celebrities who have co-signed Tory following the incident. Um, then it just shows some tweets. Um, LeBron James called- as well. I thought he was a good one, and now it's like... Not Look, you just can't think of, of any of them as like good or not. Like at the end of the day, they all hate black women. <laughs> like mm-hmm. even regardless. if they're married to them. Yeah, even if they're mm-hmm. married to them, they hate black women. Like if they're married to them, they probably hate black women even more a lot of the time. <laughs> like <laughs> it's usually the case. Um, um Despite having collaborated with Megan multiple times, rapper the baby performed with Tory Lanez after Megan's Rolling Loud Festival in July 21, violating the restraining order Megan as- obtained against Tory. The baby also recently claimed that he slept with Megan in his song Boogeyman. And this is another thing now discrediting women like by using sex as the reason mm. to discredit them as well. When like when you have female rappers like Megan the Stallion who, you know, they're they're trying to take sex and use it in a way that's empowering and the fact that she has yeah. autonomy autonomy over what she does with her body mm-hmm. and over and women have autonomy over what they do with their body men always constantly try to um yeah find a problem <laughs> yeah find a problem and diminish that autonomy mm-hmm. by being like yeah well like with this whole i fucked you culture culture yeah. and yeah like like women didn't like women didn't proceed to have a choice in that yeah and it's like she probably fucked you and yeah. she probably didn't orgasm like do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's how <it> <laughs> I mean, works. <laughs> literally i mean we all heard cash shit like mm, come on mm. now like <laughs> who was really doing the fucking in the situation mm. you know she's a stallion <laughs> and you're the baby you're you know come on now <laughs> the name says it all <laughs> it says it all um 
Anyway, so then it goes on to say, how can mainstream rappers be truly critical of gun violence when most of them don't even care about black women? Black women have a homicide rate that is twice the average rate for for all women. 56% of these homicides are committed by current or former intimate partners. 92% of these intimate partner homicides are committed by black men. Firearms, especially handguns, are the weapon mostly used in these homicides. Um, mm, yeah, so sad. it is It is very sad and it's just like, <sighs> what? what's the shame is that? Cause like Drake being someone that is a lot of women's favorite artists, he comes mm. with his, um, you know, with his singing side where it's like all, you know, emotional and it's for the, it's for the girls, but he hates, he hates women. Mm, like a lot Chris of men Brown. do. Same with a lot of them. Yeah. And I just feel like this is, this is just something again, which just is gonna, which will incite incel culture again. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. like, and it's tiring. I'm just like, I'm, it's tiring. These men yeah. just. Well, Megan's responded to it. Have you seen her tweet? Oh no, what she said. She said, um, stop using my shooting for clout, bitch ass niggas. Since <laughs> when the fuck is it cool to joke about women who getting shot? You niggas, especially rap rap niggas, I like. I never say the n word. I feel <laughs> naughty. <laughs> naughty. Uh, naughty. Um, reading to boycott about shoes and clothes, but dog pile on a black woman when she says um, one of your home homeboys abused her, which is just it's literally it's true. true. It's like it and she's allowed true. to be angry about it. I'm glad she's being angry yeah. about it because they need to I'm know glad. that. It's not. It's not a gen. Like you're. You're joking about a gentle situation. Not gentle situation. You're joking about sensitive. abuse. Yeah, yeah. Sensitive, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. And he also, and he, he also and said something about the- Serena Williams' husband as well. <laughs> Why is he jealous? This is the thing. I, I know. I know. This like, is the thing. He, I'm sorry. He tweet out. This is the one thing that really pisses me off. <laughs> and um, oh, I think. That Lynn May was saying shit about Kalechi um again recently. Um oh, shit. For God's in, sake. <laughs> in regards to Kalechi, um Kalechi's husband being white and in regards to her having a mixed race child. Um, it's always this. Like, but it's what, like what, black women date white white men. Fucking like, hell. What what's really annoying, what's frustrating is that okay. So and as well, like the thing is, because I, I have this kind of debate with black men sometimes so but the thing is yeah okay me having this debate with a black man who actually who likes to date black women Mm -hmm. i'm sorry like it's hard for me to have this debate with you because you are one of the few you are one of the few black men who like to date within their Mm -hmm. race you know when there's a lot of black men who openly um bash black women as a reason why they date outside of their race Mm -hmm. Okay, so just like that, just as a topic. But um, anyway, what I don't understand is that why are these men so pressed about black mm. women who have found love outside of their race? And I, um, but when black men have love outside of their race, it's no one blinks mm. the eyelid. You do know what I mean? And um, because the thing is, is that. It's like this idea of how dare this black woman find love anywhere because black yeah. women don't. It's like it's like this whole idea of black women don't deserve to be loved. So how dare they find love outside of black men where black men, we don't want to love you and you don't deserve it. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's like that, that yeah. I feel like it's that weird kind of ideology of that's 
just been passed down. It's that anti-blackness that has been passed down. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I definitely think it's anti-blackness. I think it's because a lot of black men that date white women see like we, we see it all the time when a black man becomes successful, he starts dating white women because yeah. they see that as the trophy and they mm-hmm. see black women as not the trophy. So when mm-hmm. they're seeing it happening, black women find finding happy relationships outside of their own race, it's yeah. kind of like, well, it's, it's anti-blackness because it's like, I don't love my blackness and I don't love your blackness. Yeah. So how, how comes how someone else is someone loving else? your blackness? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How dare someone weird. else love your blackness? And it yeah. is weird. And it's weird to the extent as well of how, say you've got, um, it's weird to the extent of, oh, what what is it that I'm trying to say? It's like this weird obsession of, okay, like you found love somewhere else. And how, like, how is that even possible? Like, yeah, how did like you disbelief. do that? You know, yeah. and also, okay, what I wanted to say as well is that like, um, as well, black people kind of culturally or, or stereotypically are used to seeing like, you know, of, have, of having the black woman as a matriarch and um, the black dad being non-existent. True. And yeah. it's just like this whole thing of, well, black women don't deserve to be loved and they're never loved because black men don't love them and black men don't stay with them. Mm. Like, you know, black men will always cheat on them with other women, you know, mm. stuff like this. And it's like this weird I- idea of like, how dare you leave that situation and find love outside of black men? It's, mm. you know. Yeah, how dare you put yourself first? How dare you not put your family first? Yeah. Or how dare you not put... Um, your like motherhood qualities like yes why, why, how dare why you not that? live to the stereotype yeah how dare you not fucking how how dare you have autonomy over your choices and your decisions and what you want to do and like your careers yeah. and it's just so much like misogynoir all in one and I also yeah. think it might be linked to because a lot of the time like when I was growing up black guys would say like um they want to marry a black woman but they'd be dating white women, mixed race women, Asian women. <laughs> so like, it's like, you're fucking mad. <laughs> do they expect black women to just sit around and do Wait fuck all? Yeah, while while they're out hoeing. Like that's Apparently not, not how say, it's going to work. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what black women are meant to be doing. <laughs> Uh, and especially yeah, if you, especially just, if you're gonna rap about sex, that's de- like no way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, and um, just talking about like kind of the Lynn May situation with how mm. she's like, oh, she was so surprised to learn that Kalechi had a mixed race child. Look, I'm sorry, I'm tired of people like, like, why? Why are you surprised? What? Why? What? Mm. Are you, what? What about that surprises you? And like, how dare you be surprised about? about somebody's child like leaves mm-hmm. leave people's children out of the conversation just leave people's mm-hmm. children out of it and i think i know what the thing is yeah because okay you know with the argument with how people kind of are like with the argument that people want to have about oh um black women dating white men mm. yeah like because i'm not even gonna lie to you before when I was like when I was a bit more ignorant I like I used to kind of think the same thing it'd be like oh but you like dating white men xyz yeah Mm. however but like not but not taking kind of other things in this out into the situation yeah and like and and then I've had kind of um 
people come to me like other black men come to me being like oh yeah people don't criticize women for dating white men but they're always criticizing black men for dating white women and I'm like mm-hmm. that's really not the case because mm-hmm. black men are openly allowed to date white women black men mm-hmm. are allowed to be successful and then they ditch all their black women to then date um, other ethnicities or women outside of their race and yeah, that's yeah. meant to see them it, as propelling themselves that that even elevates them in, yeah, in their careers and um, it's not seen as shocking it's so much more normalised like if, yeah. if you see someone's wife like a black guy's wife is a white woman or an Asian woman and it's like oh cool but if you see a black woman's husband is a white man everyone's like oh oh, like, oh okay. how did she do that and yeah, it's how? like how did she do it how does that work even today, I sent you a video that was posted on the Shade Borough oh, of, yeah, yeah. of the black woman. She was with her child and um, someone on TikTok had asked her, are you the nanny of this child? Because her child is mixed race. Mm-hmm. And she's just like how she gets it a lot of people being surprised her as a black woman having a mixed race child. However, you wouldn't be surprised seeing a white woman with a mixed race child. Mm. And like that, that is awful. Like mm-hmm. why, why can't this child be this black woman's child? Like why, it's you true. know, and again, it just comes back down to desirability and what people think black women deserve and black women yeah, being desired. Yeah. It's true. Cause I, I kind of think this links back to, we had an episode once where we spoke about, black girls and black guys in school and being the only black person in your school and how Mm -hmm. um, black guys, they find it easier to get on and it's easier for them to move up in the ranks of popularity because they're sporty and they're cool. Whereas black girls, it's like, they don't have as much in common with the white girls as what the black boys do with the boys. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's harder for them to, you know, become part of like the popular girl cliques or whatever. And I think, I do think people do look at groups of black women or just look at black women in general and think, um, I don't know what I'd have in common with this mm-hmm. group of girls. Like, I think white people do think that a lot. Like I just get that that vibe and that feeling like that. Um, or if if they do get on with a black person, it's kind of a bit surprising because they're like, oh, we yeah. do have a lot more in common than what you think. But I think growing up in this country, in the UK, we all have so much in common. People don't realise how much we all do have in common with each other and how you can develop a relationship with someone from a completely different cultural background from you. Because culture, it's not like you can introduce people to your culture. It's not like, like I know a lot of people, they want to stay within their culture, but a lot of people are open and willing to like learn about other people. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I, I just I just think that people, people look at black women and think, how does a white man connect to a black woman? And um, it's, it's, it's not hard. Like if you've got yeah. stuff in common, it's not hard. To and I think as people. well, what it is that that idea of how how would a white man like mm. like um have anything in kind of rela- how would a white man relate to a black woman what mm-hmm. it is is that as well it's because of this idea of i think it just comes back down to what people um define feminine femininity to be mm, and a black and black women aren't seen as being feminine mm you know, yeah. like, and especially, especially like, so coming back to Serena Williams and her husband, like, they're so shocked that Serena Williams, all of a sudden as an athlete, 
um, can be seen as feminine by a white man. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, now that Serena is with a white man, now they all want to see that's her greatness. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because yeah. that, that's the time. Oh, now you want to see that Serena has a banging body and Serena is mm. all of this. Now that you see her with a white man, like I'm sorry, I'm, I'm done. Sh- I'm I'm sure Serena was dating black men as well, and they all mm-hmm. fucked it up. I'm pretty sure that happened. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and that's the thing. I think that's another thing where I don't agree with this whole judgment of, um, and now now that I am also less ignorant mm-hmm. as well, I don't agree with this judgment of okay judging who people are dating especially when it comes to mm. black women and if black women are dating outside of outside of um their their own ethnicity like i don't agree with it because it's like you don't know how how many people she dated within her ethnicity exactly it's true some yeah. people are tired <laughs> some people trying. are tired <laughs> and maybe that this per- this one person outside of their ethnicity was just like all the time you're being amazing. like, look, you're yeah. amazing. Let me do this for you. I want to do this for you, please. I want to just give you everything <laughs> in this world. And then it was just, and they probably were just blinking like, huh? Sorry. And at first being like, I don't believe you, but this person was co- persistent. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then it's just yeah. like, mm, fuck it. All right, then. <laughs> like, all right, yeah. then. Like, That's the thing. You know, soft like, life. Love. Let me enjoy. <laughs> And I don't blame them. (laughs) That's the thing. I feel like you can't be strategic with love and relationships all the time. Like sometimes I think they work when you just let it flow. Like, and when you're not, when you're not being too strategic, like you you see interracial relationships that work out and you don't even look at the people and their races. You just look at two people that are in love and support each other and comfortable around each other and care for each other. And that's Mm -hmm. like in all relationships, it's just the same. Some people, yeah, just make other people comfortable and they want to be in a relationship with them it's not all about oh I want like black love or I want this or I want that yeah like that might be ideally what you want but you might be surprised one day like someone might present you with something that you've really been looking for mm-hmm. exactly exactly and, that, and that's the key word surprise <laughs> like, mm. and as surprise. well yeah and as well it's just like another thing is actually letting yourself be loved like because mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of black women who don't even know how to receive love who don't know how yeah. to feel that and it's like as soon as they get it it's just like shit what eh, why was I yeah. doing up struggle struggle all this time it's true you know that triggers me on the plane I was reading um, oh gosh I was reading Who's Loving You that book that I've been meaning to read for ages yeah um, and I was reading like the first two stories. The first one was by Kalechi and then the other one, I forgot who it was by, but I just started crying because I was like, Aww. these stories are so beautiful. I'm like, oh, I am deserving of this. I'm going to go one day. <laughs> but it was just one so day, cute. It will like, happen for oh. me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that's hilarious. But it was just, yeah, like love. Oh. Oh. Love is just so amazing, and it yeah, is. like just don't judge people who are in love. Like people are in love, and they can't help it. Like I know it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to just do this next bit? Because I uh, yeah. I haven't heard what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Oh right, so basically Rihanna is, you know, her Fenty like savage thing that she does. Is it on Amazon where there's like a runway and stuff like that? I think oh, yeah, um, yeah. the show, that's what it's called. So Johnny Depp is going to be appearing in her Savage Fenty show. 
which is okay. so fucking random. But this obviously sparks a lot of criticism and backlash. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just like, oh, so there's already an advert that's come out. So um, midway through the show, Depp appears from behind a tree as Outcast, so fresh and so clean, begins to play, wearing the Savage Fenty Ensemble. He walks through the dark, woodsy set while dancers move about in the background. Um, and people are just like, why is she doing this? It's like the, all of the scandal around. Even um, it hasn't Johnny even Depp. had any time to breathe. Like literally, they were literally just on trial. I know. And someone said Johnny Depp, Depp has been embraced as a hero by unhinged right wing misogynistic extremists, and now mm. he's been invited to appear in a Savage Fenty show. Never expected such a powerful woman to succumb to the Me Too backlash. Really disappointing, Rihanna. Which is true. It's like, why him out of everyone? And then Ollie Alexander from Years and Years, and he was also in that. Um, it's a sin. It's a sin. Yeah, he has basically said that he doesn't want to be part of this anymore because he used to model for them. He said, "Thank you, mm. but after this news, I won't be wearing it anymore." Which I'm glad. Like, yes, that's that's what people should be doing because yeah, he. It is, it's just not right. It's really not right after all everything that Johnny Depp has done to, yeah. well, in my my mind, morally, it's, it's just wrong. And why would you want to align your brand with someone like him? Yeah. Because as well, like the thing is, yeah, with everything that happened and with the case um, with him and Amber Heard, the thing is, is that like, and especially with court cases, like a, a lot of the time actually there isn't like a right person or and a wrong person mm. with these court cases and i'm sorry a lot of the stuff that both of them did was horrific and mm-hmm. the thing is that and to be honest people shouldn't be taking sides should people shouldn't be like and the thing is especially after the court case went through and finished in favor of johnny depp the way people were coming out being like kind of laughing about about Amber Heard and being like oh that's what they get and then it was all of Mm. this kind of like anti anti um um feminist or Mm. and very kind of like against women like a lot of the Mm. speech and and you as well and of course you get it coming from a lot of women like Mm. the thing is is that it's just so disgusting and it just yeah it's not yeah it's not it and it's just like it's just not the time even if even if Johnny Depp was to kind of like you know get his career back up running up and running and stuff right now mm-hmm. is not the time you know like yeah. let it breathe let it sit for a few years let do you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. just yeah it's not it and it's not about turning um choosing sides just because of what a court case decided to rule in favor of because obviously Johnny Depp being being the breadwinner Johnny Depp being a rich mm-hmm. and famous actor you know had people you know voting in his favor yeah. in a sense you know and obviously had really good lawyers like, do you know what i mean yeah exactly exactly i just find it crazy out of all of the celebrities that you could be platforming you'd platform him like yeah i find it surprising yeah out of all of the people (laughs) like there's so many there's so many people 
And like Rihanna, she keeps doing these things. Like, first of all, she she's in a relationship with ASAP Rocky, who has said so many colorist things and anti-black mm. things. And then she's a billionaire, and it's a bit sketchy because we all speak about how billionaires just are yeah. sketchy as fuck. And then she's and not releasing this. her album. Sorry. Yeah, and, and she releases a, a song that isn't that isn't the song that everyone wanted. <laughs> everyone wanted a dance hit. Oh gosh, actually, because I and heard she did the a song. Ballad. I heard song because it's only for um it's for the new um, Wakanda Forever film yeah, yeah. and uh, it's just like okay it makes sense so it's a ballad like in to be honest anything that Rihanna does music wise she does it as a collaboration for something else like mm. it's not she don't she you guys are never seeing this album I'm sorry guys I'm sorry I'm saying it <laughs> like you guys aren't seeing it like you'll see her perform at NFL cool you guys mm. like you guys aren't seeing this album I'm sorry and I'm like. I'm, I'm sorry I'm gonna say something and yeah the Navy feel free to come for me I don't care um I don't think vocally Rihanna isn't that great I'm sorry she, like she's not mm. like just listen to the that new ballad like mm. it ain't cute yeah it wasn't very enjoyable was it no the, and vo- vocal wise She's not in. I was I was looking forward to watching her at the NFL, like watching I her think TV. Her performance at the NFL would be good. It would be good. Yeah. Because obviously she still has her hits. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like Rihanna is her dance hits are better because vocal wise, she yeah. ain't she ain't she ain't all that. Like let's let's be honest. Mm. Yeah, you are true. You are true there. You know, like, I wouldn't want to sit and listen to her sing. Like, because, like, you know, say, like, with Beyonce. Mm. Beyonce has vocals, yeah. Like, yes, Beyonce can also be outsung by Jennifer Hudson. But, like, mm. Beyonce has vocals. Like, you know, like, she can come and do ballad, um, excluding Halo. I fucking hate that song. But do you? I oh hate God. it. Oh, I, re- I remember I when song. I first heard it. I remember when I first heard it because I used to put the radio on in the shower. Yeah, we had a shower that mm. like the radio could play through. I put I put the radio on in the shower, and I was in the shower and I was I didn't hear who the song was by, and I was just hearing this like all this pitchy nurse, you know, just like <laughs> and I'm just like. The f- I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, I was oh like, who, who is screeching in my ears? I heard that and I was just like, that is from Beyonce. I'm offended. I think it's so good. Oh, I can't I stand really the song. Good. Oh, I the think only it's one awful. I don't like is that get me bodied one where she screams. <laughs> <laughs> get me bodied. <laughs> it's too much. Oh, it's God. Too much. Oh, no. Nah, Halo. Halo. Oh. Hello. No. Hello. 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 No. <laughs> no. I like That's it. Not it for me. But like the thing is, yeah, okay. Beyonce, we know she can sing because, like, you know, when she comes to listen, it's just like, oh shit. Beyonce has mm. the, has the vocals, you know. Mm. She has vocals. Halo, it's like the second verse she's shouting though, isn't it? Well, not shouting, but she's like really, really. Just it's just I just don't hard. like the the I don't oh, like really? that pitchy bit. Mm. That oh, the I whole like that. the whole song I can't stand it. The whole song, the whole song I can't stand it. Like I just can't stand the song. Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh gosh, but um, yeah, but anyway, but Rihanna. She don't have a vocal mm. song like that. 
She's got stay. But is and that kiss, like kiss it better? That's mm, no, but those vocal wise. A vocal Rihanna song. Um, what about Unfaithful? That, that's <laughs> even vocals, vocals. Like I think, what's good about Rihanna? Yeah, why everybody Diamonds. likes her? <laughs> Diamonds. <laughs> California king bed (laughs) (laughs) okay stop with the jokes anyway (laughs) um so okay you know with um oh what song was I trying to talk about take about that okay yeah but okay okay I think why we all enjoy Rihanna her Mm. songs are catchier and as well pitch wise she doesn't have much of a pitch range so anybody Mm. can sing along do you know what I mean it's true I can yeah. sing along to Rihanna and I can hit all the notes she's hitting because mm. she don't have much range. And I think mm. that's why we all enjoy her because we all feel like we can sing along with her. We're all hitting all of her pitches mm. because she's a solid alto. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I and she, like Rihanna, she doesn't have range. She... Not as in she not as in she doesn't have range in the um in the meme sense. I mean, mm-hmm. um, she doesn't have range technically, like yeah, technically. Musically, vocally. Someone like Rihanna is one of the girls that I'd listen to growing up, and then it would make me think, oh, I, maybe I should be a singer one day because I feel like it's not that hard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, and there you go. Like, I mean, I think it's great that she just got mm. so popular, like, you know, girl from Barbados, you know. And I, I think that's fantastic. I love that for her. Well done. Um, but yeah, just like you said, you you thought that singing wasn't that hard. <laughs> Mm, but it is. Really? I couldn't do no. Rihanna. I, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why I just say vocal-wise, Rihanna, I don't think she's all there. But um, I think she's good. I think she's a good performer. I think, like, what she's done with her music career was great. She was like, you know what? Let me get through this. Let me mm-hmm. make my money. Then I'm going to open up my fucking makeup business and then fuck off. <laughs> And I love that for her. And yeah. she's like, I'll come back for clubs with only certain people, um, obviously for iconic movies and um, to perform at the halftime show of the NFL. That's it. Mm. <laughs> Music career done. Sorry that I promised you an album that done? will never come. She, she, she did like Lemons. One. Never believe it. Never believe that it. That one. She did. Um, mm. I get it where I live it. I did it when I did it. Oh, lemon, yeah, yeah, lemon. Yeah. So she did that. She just came back randomly for that. That's it. Like she, she's just done a couple of collabs. That's she just, it. So like she literally does a couple of collabs here and there. If someone asks her, if someone worth mm. it asks her to do it, she'll come back and do mm. a random club here and there. And then yeah. she's off living her best life, had her baby, all of that. Fair enough. Yeah, which you know, good for her, and you know, mm. um, Fenty is what made me like Rihanna. I'm not even gonna lie to you, because <laughs> yeah, because like they there was a Rihanna mix on the radio the other day, and I was just like, I was listening to it, and I was like, I actually don't like Rihanna's music. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I was listening to Mick to the mix, and I was just like, it's not everything is mid for me. I like Rihanna's latest album, the red one, Anti. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the songs in that. And then I like the, I like Rude Boy. I like mm-hmm. just the random, the ran, like random ones here and there. There's yeah. kind of like the era of loud and those kind of where, where her hair was just different. Like she went from long hair to short hair. I enjoyed them. 
at the time but now I listen back and I'm like it is very messy and it's yeah. like very it is loud and it's very yeah. um pop which is, yeah. is fine because it worked for her but I, worked, I wouldn't regularly sit and listen to it all <laughs> see that's the thing because I feel like her anti-album it's probably like a really good album. However, I mm. haven't listened to it, but I'm sure mm. I, I think if I listen to that, I've been meaning to actually try and listen to it. Um, and I'm sure if I did listen to it, I think I would like that album. However, mm. I don't think it would be enough for me to change my opinion on on Rihanna. Mm. Cause like, I feel like she has so many pop songs, which like, I think good for her, like good, mm. like, you know, she's had a really good career, but as well, like when I just listen to her, I think because as well, because I'm like an R&B girl and I like listening to R&B mm. and I like hearing vocals. Um, like for me, Rihanna just doesn't, just doesn't hear it for me. Like it just, yeah. It's yeah. Like, but like, but everything you just mentioned, like I like the song Rude Boy. Like that, that's probably yeah. my favorite Rihanna song. Yeah, I think that's my favorite yeah. as well. But I think the song <laughs> that really put me off Rihanna was Umbrella. I could not fucking really? I could not fucking stand that song when that came out. I hated that song. It was the most annoying thing. Oh my god. Ella, Ella, eh, eh. Oh god. Uh, Umbrella, Ella, eh, eh. I like a Jay-Z and Rihanna collab. <laughs> <laughs> like Jay-Z wasn't bad on it, but just oh gosh, the song was just annoying. And the video was just annoying. Like, no, the song made the video annoying. <laughs> The video. I just remember those shoes that she was wearing. Yeah, the, oh the ballet God. heels. They look all yeah. They look so painful. I used to look <laughs> at them and think, "What the fuck? How was she walking?" <laughs> just yeah, just yeah. That song, just no. <laughs> That's mm. it was that that song was a turning point for me. <laughs> and bear in mind, like I've seen Rihanna live as well. Like <laughs> I, I saw her when it was the Disturbia when that one. Well, that was a weird time. Do you remember yeah. that song Te Amo? I used to like that. Yeah, that one's all right. Te Amo, Te Amo. <laughs> See, that, I actually thought I sounded like her. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Don't take that as an insult. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah no the song that I like I like um, Only Girl obviously Unfaithful and I do like Take a I think Take a Bow I think I like that one mm. yeah, what's, what's the one where she where she was killing where she shot someone Rum, pa, 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 man that down. one that's the one what I mean about, Man Down not Take a Bow Man Down what about the one with Neo <laughs> I hate how much I love you boy mm. Can't stand how much <laughs> mid, mid because like that I was really like I really love that one. That song is like a hit and miss with me. Sometimes I want to hear it. Most times I I, <laughs> I will skip. <laughs> Most of the times, <laughs> like it's like sometimes I'll find myself singing along and I'm, then I'll realize I don't think I like this song. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the love that I want. No, I don't actually. What, you hate how much Needing you look. someone. No, thank no. you. No, thank you. Look, I don't even wish that on you. Please, Deanna, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Anyway, should we wrap up? What are you... Yes. Yeah, what are you injecting? Uh, I think I am injecting... Um, remembering that when something is removed from your life or when something 
goes wrong or you make a mistake or something so or you don't receive something that you want um you'll receive something that you needed a bit later on you just need to be patient like so everything kind of mm. works out so you look for me at least if i've lost something from my life it's been replaced with something better like every time so it's just remembering that things just take time sometimes and mm-hmm. things will work out it's just needing to be patient again I'm talking about patience a lot recently. (laughs) Yeah. I love that though. I really Mm. liked your explanation. Like, cause Mm. that, that's something that's like, that's a word. That's something that happens a lot. Like, Mm. yeah, that's something that's just, that happens a lot. And it's just like, you're always kind of like, oh, I wish I had this, this didn't happen. Why didn't this, why didn't I get this? Why didn't I I have this? this opportunity? And then, like you just carry on with your life and then you just realize hold on like really god god does just have a plan for everyone and yeah god has a plan for us and it's just like actually what if you just have faith and just carry on and just like follow Mm. your instincts like everything works out yeah it does all fall into place um Mm. you just need to not get stressed in those moments where you think you're losing and you're constantly taking L's because like it's for the greater good in the end most of the time yeah exactly exactly um yeah what am I injecting Mm. I think I'm going to I'm going to inject just kind of like having faith and Mm. yeah and just kind of trying to just yeah trying to have faith trying to be hopeful trying to keep positive um just especially just like at this time like um yeah just like yeah just being hopeful and just hoping that like things will think things will fall into place and just hopefully that like yeah just yeah i think that's all i want to say i think that's Mm -hmm. that's just that's all i want to say i think yeah cute love it yeah anyway guys thank you guys for listening to this week's episode we've given you a long one we haven't given you a long one in a while but Mm, (laughs) yeah we hope (laughs) that you enjoy this episode um you can find us at injected underscore pod on instagram and on twitter um yeah follow us um also i'm going to be putting like just in the description just like um and like just link to the gofundme for um levi and just also just um i'll I'll also just put like the email address in our um just um podcast podcast description just just in case um and i'll also update if there's if there's been any updates before um this episode has come out like i'll make sure that i i'll put an Mm. update if um yeah um you know because because we record this on mondays and this is going to come out on Mm -hmm. thursday so like i'll just make sure that any updates are in here so then there isn't kind of any confusion um yeah yeah and yeah so i'm alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic i forgot what my username was Um, and I'm Deanna and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram yeah and yeah thank you guys for listening we hope that you enjoyed and we'll catch you next week bye